Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. All right. Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast. This is episode 56, and I'm one of your hosts, Laura Sturm. And I'm Josh Rohr. Welcome to the episode. A couple quick updates in the powerlifting world. I guess these aren't real recent. July 30th um, was it was posted on the USA Powerlifting Facebook page and Instagram. Uh, the IPF has sent USA Powerlifting the IPF doping hearing panel uh, because USA Powerlifting is continuing to drug test at the local level without the IPF's authority. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, anyway. Um, the, the other fun curveball to that is the IPF EC decided to appoint one person uh, to the doping hearing panel to hear the cases. So basically, one person gets to uh, make the ruling on that, that the IPF has appointed. Super awesome and unbiased. Um, you know, the IPF's threatened fine, suspension, um, removal from all committee assignments, and withdrawal or refusal of entries to nominated USA lifters if USA powerlifting continues to drug to continues to conduct drug tests that are not authorized. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So punishing punishing drug testing that's always a good good plan. Um, anyway, just throwing that yeah, out there because that absolutely. was you, you can you can read more on the USA powerlifting page. Just wanted to mention that. Um, and we do have a big congrats to Sonia McMillan. She placed 10th at the CrossFit Games in the Masters 40 to 44 division. Uh, that was a couple of weeks ago, but that's a huge freaking deal if anybody doesn't follow CrossFit. Um, so super congrats to her. Um, well, and to um, compete in the games and train for the games while you're lifting heavy and competing at nationals just a few weeks ago, that's a big deal. To be yeah. able to do both. That's a well-rounded athlete. Wow. And selfishly, like she's, she's said, you know, for the last couple of years, like, yeah, this is, you know, probably my last year of competitive CrossFit. And then I'll, I'll actually start focusing on powerlifting and I'm like, all right, all right. And then she goes to the games, but you got to be happy for her. But it's like, oh, you're not, you're not really like, you're still really competitive in CrossFit. So I guess, yeah, I guess, really I guess we'll wait. <laughs> right now now we'll just wait till she's like 45 <laughs> yeah it's okay yeah. hey it's just impressive to me that she can really do both really well yeah yeah that's uh yeah that's a big deal that's, that's tough. a big deal yep all right our one hit wonders uh we're bum, on bum. to bum, bum. we're on to number uh everybody's number two song this week so laura i'll read them and you give us uh thumbs up or thumbs down or a one thumb up or a one thumb down or a sideways or whatever you feel like is the proper rating for each song. So uh, I'm assuming your number two song, you're going to give two thumbs up kicks. Don't close your eyes. Yes. Two thumbs up, of two course. Thumbs up, of um, course. And it's a great um, suicide prevention song, actually. And I'm sorry that my dog is <laughs> doing this right now. That's no what happens with podcast nowadays. All right. Two thumbs up. Yeah, uh, that's a great song. So when I when I when I uh, saw that on there, I'm like, I don't know that song. And then as soon as I played it, I'm like, right away. I, well, right away, I knew what it was. I just didn't know the title. So I'm like, yeah, yeah that's a great song. All right, my number two, an emotion obsession. 
Two thumbs up, Josh Rohr. Yes. I know that's an awesome song. I know it you is. connect with it. <laughs> that almost sounds like a pity. Two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. It's a great song. But it's a good song. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the next two li- uh, next two submissions are the same song. Chris Elmore and Gary Jacobs both submitted after the fire. Der Commissar. I am familiar with the song. I like the song. I don't know that I would pick it as uh, are we, we're in week two. We're number yeah two. number two. Top. Yeah. Um, so I would give it a. It is totally eighties. I don't know that I would make it my number two. Hmm. So you gave it a one thumb up and one thumb down. Correct. So it's a it's a neutral. Oh, that's right. For a podcast, we need to speak, not just give hand signals. <laughs> that is true. Wow. It's been Wait, a rough week. Should it's I remind been... you we're on episode 56, which means this is our 56th time doing this. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, I'll well. get a hang of it around 100, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. All right. Chris Peterson, Men Without Hats, Safety Dance. Two thumbs up. I love this song. So 80s, so quintessentially 80s, and it's just a fun song. It's a great song. All right, uh, where are we at? Wade Johnson and his selection for number two is Kim Mitchell, Go For Soda. I gotta say, I didn't do my homework here. I'm a slacker. I should have listened to the song. I'm not familiar with it, so I'm gonna spin it back to you, Joshua. Okay. Uh, I think, well, I'll give it one thumb up. Um, I never heard of it before and I started playing it and I had never heard it before, but it's a pretty, pretty good song. So I'll give it one thumb up. Um, yeah. Yeah. One. Yeah. Okay. One. All right. Next song, Cindy Yeager, Tony Basil, Basil. Hey, Mickey. Tony Basil, Basil. I don't remember. Um, she Tony, was well, also known for it's, choreography. It's probably Tony Basil. I'll say it that way. Hey, Mickey. Sure, that works Sorry. too. Go, hey, go Mickey. ahead. Go ahead with your um, quintessentially '80s song. Wouldn't make my top five list. So one thumb up, one thumbs down. It's kind of a safe choice to me. Um, that's that's. But she was also very talented in, in um, choreography. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna interject here. So it has to be. We can't do the thumb up, thumb down anymore. That's just taking the that's taking the passive, no opinion side. So we got to either give it two thumbs up, one thumb up, one thumb down, or two thumbs down. You got to make a judgment call here. <laughs> so you're changing the rules now too. Of course. I'm pretty sure you've done this too. All right. I'm going to give it a thumbs up then because it's quintessentially 80s. All right. Uh, ben Green, uh, Martica Toy Soldiers. Love the song. Two thumbs up. Yes, agreed. Uh, Eric Cordero, Dexy's Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen. I'm going to have to give them a thumbs down. It is a quintessentially Ooh. 80s song. It is definitely an amazing one-hit wonder because it was a big hit. But would I ever listen to that song if it came on the radio? Mm, I got to say no. I wouldn't. They overplayed it in the 80s, and it just wasn't that great of a song. Wow. The, the video left me scarred with men in um overalls wow that uh that that's a i'd say that's our first big big uh curveball of the night i wasn't expecting that one okay so a thumb down from laura on 
Come on, Eileen. Uh, Jim Battenfield, Soft Cell, Tainted Love. I like this song a lot. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Um, it is a little bit of a safe choice, but man, when I think of One Hit Wonder in the 80s, that's exactly the song I think of. Uh, Elmore had it at number three last week. So it's made a few people's lists so far. Uh, Stacy Metcalf, Red Rider, Lunatic Fringe. Going to have to give that a one hit wonder a thumbs up um, for me because anytime that song comes up, I just love that song. So you're only giving it one thumb up? No, no, I guess I give it two. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> we're, about, we're about to be done with this episode if you're giving it only one thumb up <laughs> so I, <laughs> we're done with this whole podcast i'm burning yeah. this down <laughs> burn it down yeah elmore had it at number five i had it at number three um i i actually considered putting it even higher than number three um but i just couldn't i couldn't pass up the songs i have at number two and number one um anyway so red rider lunatic fringe after some some interjection uh, Laura gives it two thumbs up. Got it. Uh, Amy Pancake also has an emotion obsession. So I think you gave that two thumbs up. For I gave it two thumbs up before. Do it again. And I have to wonder, hmm, is she really on the same wavelength as Josh Roar? That's a little scary. Hmm. Well, hmm. it's funny. Our, uh, our top five 80s albums list, Amy and I had a pretty similar list. Um, when If you go back and look at That's it. That's true. She did. And our one hit wonders list is it varies a little bit, but we also have a few a few similarities there too. So uh, I think we have a pretty similar taste in music for better, for worse. <laughs> nice. 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 All right. So I believe this week you get to choose whether um, this should be a, the song of the week for you is a driving or a lifting song. And what song would it be? Is it my turn? It is my turn. Crap. I'm not prepared. I uh, really have no idea. Yeah, I think it is my turn because you went <laughs> first and this is. Yeah, it's my turn. I think right. I chose your song last week. Uh, uh, no, you, you didn't. You chose uh, Stacy's. No, you chose. I don't know. I got to go back and listen because I didn't write it down. Don't remember. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. I will pick. Let's see. I'm just going to look at this real quick. So far. So far, you have all of the driving songs, and I have all of the lifting songs. So I'm going to go driving song just to make you pick a lifting song this week. And I'm going to pick. Oh, man, this is tough. So it's going to be for me for driving. It's going to be between Safety Dance and uh, Dirk Commissar. I think I'm going to go. Hmm, I think I'm going to go after the fire, Dirk Commissar. Chris Elmore and Gary Jacobs song. So now I have to choose a lifting song. Um, can I choose my own song? Nope. What oh, if these songs would I lift to? Um, I would lift to Obsession and Emotion. Yes. Yes. Because that's the only choice. Yes. Really. Because Toy Soldiers, I love that song, but I think it would make me cry. And that doesn't help me lift. <laughs> And obsession would get me grooving. Yeah, obsession's a great song. It's a, it's on my. I mean, if it's on you, your list, it's on me. my list. It's on every list I have. <laughs> every list. There you go. 
so that so th- this week has been like this this week has been my my dream draft picks because that would also be my pick for lifting so like i feel like i got two picks out of that because you picked the same song i would mm. there you go you're welcome excellent boom. boom all right we're gonna move right into the powerlifting situation you have been trying to get your friend to do a powerlifting meet for years recently they agreed to a meet if you record yourself singing britney spears baby one more time and post it publicly on facebook for one week do you do it? Wow. You really want your friend to, to, um, do a powerlifting meet that bad, Josh War, do you? Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> yes. I feel, this I feel is... like you asked this question so that you would get challenged just so you would do this. Yeah. This, this is a, uh, yeah, absolutely. I would, I would pretty much do anything. I can't, can't say anything but I would do a lot to get somebody to do a powerlifting meet and singing a song and posting it on Facebook. I'm not, I can't sing and I can't dance, but I put a lot of effort into both and I would do it hands down. <laughs> no question. I wouldn't even nice. hesitate. They'd be doing so it. If meet. you have a friend that's on the fringe, if wants to do a powerlifting meet, but just isn't quite sure. And this would put them over the edge, please. Reach out to us. I want to see Josh Brewer sing Britney Spears uh, Baby One More Time. Yeah, but the, on Facebook. I mean, here's the thing, though. It's, it's got to be somewhat, this is, has to be the actual reason they do it, though. It can't just be somebody that's going to do a meet and you're like, hey, let's just get this schmuck to do this, to sing this song anyway. I'm winking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's listening to the podcast, I'm winking to say that it's yeah, the favorite reason. So. Yeah. I'd do it anyway still I'd do it anyway yes I mean this is Joshua who's done burpees for um uh pretty much that was a charity event one dollar for uh every burpee that Josh did I think he raised uh like 150 dollars that way so Uh, I don't don't even remember I blocked it on my mind it was it was terrible yeah it was traumatic traumatic but you know Joshua will run a 5k or um two burpees for money too. So just keep that in mind. All right. right, So moving on, (laughs) moving on to the new lifter tip. Um, When buying squat shoes, make sure they fit snug because you don't want your feet moving around when you're squatting. Agree or disagree. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, obviously you wrote it. So so, so this is, this was uh, interesting looking at some of the comments that were posted on the, on the Instagram post of this. Um, a lot of people disagreed um, with the reason being like, you know, sometimes your feet swell when you get hot, um, having uh, having room in the toe box to spread your toes out and things like that. Um, so I, I don't I don't disagree with those things, but I guess I've just seen the whole point of this was I've seen a lot of people, you know, like with even running shoes or whatever, they get them like a half size big or whatever. So they can just slip them on without having to like tie them every time. And I've seen people do that with squat shoes and then they're squatting and they're actually, their foot will, can slide forward to backward. Um, so that's more, I guess, the intent of what I meant by keeping them snug. Um, yeah, you want to have your toes room to be able to spread out and have a good base, but like you don't want your foot moving around in the shoe um, because any moving around is instability and you don't want that when you got hundreds of pounds on your back. So Yes, absolutely. You especially don't want your heel lifting up. Right. Um, yeah. And- they don't, they don't need to be comfortable. Like you're not going to go, 
you're not going to stay in them for, you know, walking through town. Right. I mean, they shouldn't be comfortable like that. Right. For sure. Yeah. And, you, um, and you're, you're not running, you know, you're not going to run a 5k in them. So it's not like you have to worry about, you know, getting blisters and things like that. You want, you want the thing snug. Um, right. And I would also say, don't skimp on squat shoes. If you're going to get some squat, some weightlifting shoes, get a good pair of weightlifting shoes. You're not going to really wear them out. You're going to, you know, what, what's it? Uh, the Texas saying, uh, cry once at the, at the cash register and then you're happy. Um, if they're an expensive pair, they're an expensive pair. You make the investment, you have them for years and years and years. You're, you're not going to wear them out really. Um, you want them to fit snug. They don't need to be like, Hey, I'm going to hang out in these all day. Yeah. Um, and they're so important, especially if you have a little bit of ankle immobility. Um, and most of us do really, um, squat shoes can really, really help you out with that. It seems like they should tip you forward, but they actually help you sit back. I highly recommend squat shoes. Same. There's my plug. Yep. So, uh, so buy squat shoes, weightlifting shoes. Yes. Yep. Yes. I love my Rom- Romaleos. I, I, I wear the BAFs from Quest. They were 85, OG. 85 bucks. They were cheap. Um, I've had them for, I was expecting them to last like a year or two. Um, just because they were so inexpensive, but I got, I've had them shoot probably going on 10 years now. Right. That's, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think with the, um, Romaleos, I had to return the first pair I had because they were a little loose. And then I ended up having to go down a size to make sure that they were snug enough. Um, I'm also kind of interested in what people talked about spreading their toes. I actually don't spread my toes. I kind of grip with my toes. Yeah, that's kind of what I do too, but I've seen a lot of people, you know, and and I'm not an expert on toe spreading, um, but I've seen a lot of people uh, posting about, you know, different articles that say spreading your toe in the, in the toe box and, and, you know, gripping, but also like spreading to create a wide base. Um, I I don't have much practice with that, so I can't really speak to it, but um, I just know I don't want, I don't want my foot moving around in that shoe. That's the Mm -hmm. simple version of it. So. Yeah. And your whole base of power is your connection with the floor. Yep. So big deal. It's true. Big deal. Big deal. All right. Well, I think that's about all we've got this week. That sums Yay. it up. Yeah. Any more meets on the schedule? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. So we got the August, end of August, I think it's the 28th up in um, Ringgold, Georgia, then the Duluth one on October 2nd, November 6th down south, and then Savannah, December. So same meet so far. Um, there is talk unofficially. Uh, I've heard rumblings that the state meet's going to be mid-February, um, but nothing's official yet. So there you go. We'll keep our eyes open on that. All right. Well, keep lifting. Keep lifting. Be strong. Be strong. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at PL Ballads Podcast and shoot us a DM there or email at PL Ballads Podcast at gmail.com if you have any topics, questions, concerns you want us to discuss. Until next week, later. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads Podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.